When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello, welcome back to the Claret and Blue podcast. Uh, my name is Dan Ronaldson. I'm back. I'm back from holiday. I had a week off. Uh, Aston Villa were back in action after what felt like a really long international break. A couple of rubbish English game, England games in there as well. Um, and come back exciting, raring to go. Leads away. Here we go. Aston Villa nil-nil. Uh, really kind of boring game it feels like to talk about. Um, Ash, we'll try and dissect this for the next 15 minutes or so. You're there, obviously, still in Ellen Road, as we can see from the background. I mean, it's a terrible background, that was all the pipes and stuff. Ellen Road, nasty. It's old. Never been, it's old, really old school. Uh, never been, yeah. never been. Uh, good atmosphere, etc., etc., for the Leeds fans that stumble on this and have a go at us. Um, how was it, Ash? First of all, how were you? How, how was last week without me here? I know you did a couple of shows, that'll go okay. Yeah, John, John stepped into the hot seat pretty well, Dan. All good. Um, inter- international break was pretty tough going, wasn't it, really? Yeah, Not much boring. happening, um, boring as anything. And uh, so you're wearing to go for this one. Good chance to get some of Villa, Villa have lost last four away games. You're thinking, come on then, let's start showing showing a bit. And then uh, they get 10 men. And you're thinking, come on then, can, can we score a goal? But but yeah, it didn't happen today. Really frustrating. Gerald just bit the head off a, a little bit as well. Um, <laughs> Why? What did you say? I asked about Cameron Archer, really. Just I thought, is he jumping at the bit now, given given what Ollie Watkins is... Oh, Watkins, he missed a few chances that I let, let's uh, a bit around the bush. Uh, Watkins missed a few chances. And I asked about Archer, he's jumping at the bit to get some more game time. Didn't feature today, I know he's had an injury. And he said, uh, you always ask about Cameron Archer, and you've asked me 25 questions. I think 19 of them have been, been about Cameron Archer, which is not, not true at all, but uh, but yeah. Not and then, <laughs> yeah, it's actually 20 actually. So, um, but yeah, very frustrated, and, and that, that typified Gerard's mood downstairs. So, you did say Villa have turned a corner, given it's three, un- three unbeaten now. Dan, I know it's, it's, I know this feels like a pretty defeat, really, but um, three unbeaten, another clean sheet. And had we nicked a goal, got one, one nil, we were not talking about these questions about progress and stuff like that. So, fine margin, still tons of work to do, according to, Ger- to, to Gerard. You've been down a bad hand with injuries. You've got to deal with that. And I get that. Augustinson, he looks at for a spell on the sidelines today as well. Conte did a job there. So it's very much a digging and don't get beat kind of thing. And we pushed and pushed towards the end. Ollie Watkins just couldn't get the better of Ilan Melian in goal. Simple as that. He's lacking a bit of ruthlessness in that final third. A little bit, little bit of quality in terms of the finishing. Um, it's a really frustrating one. And we'll, I think we'll wake up tomorrow in a better mood. I think it's one of them ones where now you're really thinking, God's sake, should have should have beat them. Um, ten men. You got to go and go, go, go force the issue. But Villa didn't do that today, so it feels feels like a defeat. And and yeah, Villa's. I've well, just summed the season up so far. Villa's. Uh, stumped, average, yeah, just average. Bang average. It's, it's, it's eight, eight games played now, eight points. Which yeah. One of the lowest scores in the league as well, given the talent we got in that final third and then we spent there. Not mm. good enough. Defence are doing their job. 
come on, you got to, got to give them credit for Cancer was good. Mings was decent today. Martinez he had, had his first shot to save in the 77th minute. So, um, restricted leads to next to nothing. It's that, that phone of third, you know. Needs to sharpen up there rapid. You've gone through a lot of talking points there, and that is the kind of the crux of, of Aston Villa. There's like four or five different key issues, and we'll try and go through them a little bit. Loads of comments about Watkins already, so we'll get back to that. You did just say there, though, if we didn't nick that one nil or we scored a couple of goals at the end or whatever with the 10 men, you would have kind of maybe would have thought, let's not ask too many questions about progress and stuff. I still think there would have been some questions. I still think there's some kind of worry about you know, the direction we're heading in and whether it, a win just kind of pipes over the cracks. But a win is a win and you could just go, about well, Ellen Road, difficult place to go. You've won, let's move on. And, and fans would have taken that. My kind of really low level kind of expectation is if you're playing against 10 men and you're in the game, either you're 1-0 down or it's 0-0, well, obviously, you're winning, <laughs> obviously. But there's plenty of game left to go. And obviously, today it was 48 minutes or whatever. It was an early red card, wasn't it, in the second half? Yeah. Any time that happens, I'll just go, right, you should win now. I know it's not as simple as that, but you've got a man advantage for a long period of the game. You're still in it when it happens at nil-nil. You've only got to nick one half chance to score and win. So you should always win if you go behind. Is my very basic kind of level of thinking. I know that it's easy for Leeds just to sit in and go, right, we've got to defend now. We, we go back to the wall kind of thing. And it's our job to break them down. And I said after the Man City game, I think that that game, the system that we played, being on the counter kind of works for us. But I've still got concerns if we've got to go and break a side down. And then I've watched two boring games against Southampton and then Leeds today. I thought, Villa can't really score goals. And you've got yeah. lots of money up front, lots of players with, with good creativity. And they've come before with X amount of goals, X amount of assists. And then they come to Aston Villa and you think, mm, they don't look quite right. And there's a lot of talent there that should be able to go to Leeds away there with 10 men and go, right, 2-0, job done, move on, next game. And I've kind of watched Ollie Watkins have a few chances and go, mm, is that the best finisher we've got here? Is that the best finisher at the club here? Mm. Yeah, 19 shots on goal today, Dan. 19 shots, seven on target. And yeah, I mean, he just hit the post as well, didn't we? The, the post, Coutinho, and then the post, yeah, and then Watkins should have, should have finished, really. He went with his right foot right foot for some reason and uh, shanked it wide. And, and yeah, we're desperate to see Villa just to make a bit, just to see something, and we're clinging on to that. And it just feel, feels a little bit, a little bit just short we're at just the moment. We're treading water, aren't we? We're, we are treading just, water, we're yeah. Just, we're just going along and putting, and I know we kind of said that go back to basics defend first and I said get Aston Villa nil before anything else I can't now sit here and complain about that getting a clean sheet is important it's a good building block but it's like we've sacrificed everything for that get the clean sheet but we've sacrificed everything for it we've got nothing else we'll, we'll get the clean sheet and we'll be hard to break down and we'll, we'll get the nil but beyond that we'll create absolutely nothing going forward or, or be ruthless enough to finish any chances we do get I think the XG was something like 1.8 or 2, which shows that we've had decent chances and should have scored. And we should have won the game, let's face it, and be fair to them. We've created enough chances in that game to win it. But finishing's let us down. And over the course of a season, if finishing keeps letting you down, we're on now 8.8 games. We're on average to 38 games, 38 points, which is a relegation yeah. battle season. So at some point, you, your forwards have got to click into gear and start scoring some goals. You should have won 2-3-0 yeah. today. Exactly that, and the defense can only can only help you out for so long, and they're doing their jobs pretty pretty well at the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you're gonna you're gonna get dragged down if you're not taking your chances, aren't you? Le Leeds could have nicked one at the end there. Bamford looked a threat when he came on, and Martinez was equal to his his effort. So, yeah, you can get caught there. But Gerard Gerard said Villa have turned the corner. Ger Gerard's pretty pretty bullish in his in his mood, and said there's loads to work on. Um, but he's pretty pretty content 
in the way Villa set up and the way Villa went about it, just that final finishing, let, let, let them down and fine margins. He, he, that's what he come across from, from Gerard in his presser. He said, ha, 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 had Watkins scored one of them goals. You're not asking these questions, are you? So, yeah, but he didn't. Yeah, just, so we're know, exactly, exactly that. He's, yeah. had, he's had time and time again of having two or three chances in the game where we've all got kind of said, probably should have scored that. Probably should have scored one of them. So yeah, if he does yeah. score, we're not having this conversation. But he didn't, and he hasn't for a long, a long time. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, Gerald said he's got enough up, up there, not enough firepower there. So it's up to him now to to make it work. I'm not sure, not sure. But um, I think it, this one is one of them. You will wake up in a better mood tomorrow. Right? It's three unbeaten. And we got a Forest next week, so yeah, I'm just one of frustration. Must win now. I think Forest is must, must win. win. We said earlier in the season about must win games. It's too early, but I think nine games into a season, it'll be Monday when we play Forest, so we'll be the last ones to play Forest on nineteenth or twentieth. I think they play tomorrow, don't they, against Leicester? Yeah. Forest are in a mess. If you, you've got to go there and win to, to at least get some kind of positivity, we're not. How many goals have we scored on the road? Is it two or something? Yeah, desperate really. It's, it's just, the calendar, the, the calendar year as a whole, is, it's eight wins out of twenty-eight. What are where are we so going? At some here? point, you have to say must win because you yeah. can't just go in. Oh, it's it's eight, eight wins in twenty-five. It's eight wins in thirty. Like, you've got to win at some point. The treading water. I mean, make a fantastic point. We're treading water at the moment. We don't know what we are. We're, we're sleepwalking. Where 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 are we taking this at the moment? Um, mid-table. Is that, is that all we are? Oh, oh, I'm, not, I'm not even sure you creep over to mid-table at the moment. No, with, not in the form of showing. With the form that we're on, yeah. Do you agree with the phrase that we've turned a corner? Do you agree with what he... Because obviously I've seen that headline, we've turned a corner, we've you know, we've done this, we've done that. Do you, you were in there. Do you agree with that? Does that make sense to you? Do you think we have turned a corner? I can see the elements of it. He, he, did, he did back it up by saying we haven't turned, we haven't gone up an, an extreme, extremely high level. Hmm. But they've, they've turned a corner in the sense of they've got results. It's three unbeaten. Five five points on the last nine available. Clean sheets here on the road. Uh, looking better defensively. I can see it all. Villa are set up better for, uh, back to front. They've, they've dealt with the injuries today. Cancer shifted over. They've done jobs. It's that final third. Buendia, Coutinho, Ollie Watkins. There's enough there, you know. Um, I thought two third times there was moments where I thought, I mean, I've, for those that aren't up to date with that stuff, I was away on holiday last week physically away on on a plane <laughs> um got back last night at like 3 a.m last night i barely slept so i was the last thing i want to watch today is a boring aston villa game so there was times in that first half i think oh my god like i'm gonna drift off to sleep in a sec like, give me something to entertain me football's about entertainment i, I want to see some goals um but there, was, there were moments where Coutinho had a bit of a flash or something or watkins uh, you know made a bit of a chance for himself and you think okay there's there's something there there is something in the side but I'm not, just not seeing it consistently enough to go, yeah, like at some point we'll turn the corner and we'll, we'll batter a couple of sides. Because as much as you can say we're unbeaten in three, the Man City result kind of skews that a bit because no one expected it. It's three points from Man City, Southampton and Leeds. Whereas you'd have better off, you know, you lost to Man City and won 3 0 today, you'd still have got three points. And I expect yeah. us to do more in those games against Southampton and Leeds and Forest coming up next and Leicester if we had applied it when it was postponed a few weeks ago to go, we should be able to take the, the game to these kind of sides that we expect to be better than. And I know football doesn't work like that, that you expect to be better than people, but they'll have a squad that they've assembled that's cost a lot of money that should be doing better than it is, is, is my point. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think we're stuck in between... I mean, beat Forest next week. I know it's put some maybe. Beat Forest, it all looks brighter again, doesn't it? You're four and yeah, beating, just coming off the back of a win. So it's a tough one to really gauge, really. Um, 
yeah, it's a tough one to to really gauge. Um, it's one of them putting banging it against the wall, Dan. Which is, what what do you say about it, really? Well, this has kind of been the theme of the podcast for the whole season, really. And I think we said, like, you know, give it eight games, give it ten games before we start to judge, and we're at that stage now where it's time to judge. It's time to assess where we are, where we're, we're headed this, where we're heading this season. And, you know, like I said, when we've got to go and break a team down, I don't know if we can do that. I think, you know, look at our next couple of fixtures, talk about Forest, but Chelsea, if Chelsea are going to come on to us and we can play on the counter and sit back a bit and have a bit of pace up front with Watkins and Bailey and we do something against Chelsea, we'll kind of go, oh, yeah, like we've we've got something here, this is our style. But then when we go and play Fulham, Brentford and Newcastle and the onus is on us to go and do something, kind of back to square one going, well, Villa can't break a side down. But when they can, I get six decent chances, but Watkins can't finish, or Coutinho's at the post, or whatever. I know there's a bit of um, luck in that as well, but you know, we've talked a lot about Coutinho's kind of goal goal contributions over 19, 20 games now of, of, of one goal or, or whatever it is. Watkins needing three or four really decent chances to even score a goal. Mm. It's not sustainable, is it? That's a problem. No, it's not sustainable at all. And I mean, were the changes made a bit, bit too late today? Danny's getting 10 minutes at the end. What, um, what is happening with Archer? Let's talk about that quickly. The, when we first started, all the comments were about Watkins, you know, dropping, playings, play Watkins, uh, play Archer, sorry, finishing rubbish, etc., etc. Loads of comments about it. What was the point of keeping Archer around? Because he's not played since the transfer window. He's not played. Like, he's it. not going out on loan and, and scoring even 10 goals in the championship. I can take that if he's getting 15, 20 minutes here and there because we're developing in here elite training facility body more elite players on paper a lot of money spent anyway keep him around that environment and let him kind of um, craft his game here I understand that but if he's not playing he could have played six or seven championship games since then Keenan Davis has gone to Watford and scored a couple of goals Cameron Archer yep. sat on our bench doing nothing no yeah because what we've seen over the last six six months twelve months Cameron Archer scoring freely scoring good goals, uh, being in the goals for Preston, England under 21s, um, and a good pre-season as well. I was there, watched him, I thought, okay, he's going to get the odd half hour here and there, get a few goals, and he was kept on for a reason. We just haven't seen him. He, he, coming into this one, he had an injury, a bit of a groin issue. Um, but yeah, I asked, asked Jared about him because it's a, it's a big talking point. Fans want to know what the crack is with him. You make a good point down what's going on with him. So I asked the question, and Jared didn't take too well to it, and... And yeah, so but yeah, we want to see more of him. He's a, he's a goal scorer. What did Villa lack today? A goal scorer. Um, and one on one, who you put he put your money on? I think you put Archer given his form. So it's yeah, it's a you want to see you want to see more of him. We've seen him banging goals in the Championship for the England youth sides, and we're not seeing him, are we? So questions are going to get asked. Why not? Okay, does he not cut it? Okay, I get that. But um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, yeah. I thought it was Jesse Marshall, but it's not. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. The questions are going to get asked anyway because Villa, Villa should have scored more goals tonight. But yeah, it is what it is. So I mean, there is a bit of the the flip side of it. A bit of you know, Devil's, Devil's Advocate. The injuries at the back. Cash and Dean both missing. Dean for another couple of weeks. Kamara out till after the World Cup. I think I read last week. <laughs> Um, then Augustinson comes in for his debut another new signing he gets injured with that what looked like a hamstring injury which could again be another say a month Edward Constance shifting over um, Young's coming over from right back to left back and it, it is all a bit kind of cobbled together 
so I kind of have a little bit of sympathy there, but defence hasn't been the problem, <laughs> which is the, the ironic side of it. We're, we're not kind of looking at it going, oh, well, Augustinson's gone off after however long and we've lost 3-0. Like, that's disappointing. We kept a clean sheet with a bit of a kind of cobbled together defence. They're not the problem. Yep. It's, it's again, same issues. Midfield doesn't look right. McGinn doesn't look right to me. And then when we do make chances and whatever you said it was, nine, 19 shots, we scored zero. So have 100 shots if you're not going to score. It doesn't matter, does it? Um, Watkins, not good enough. Bailey, shrug my shoulders. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. Sometimes I think, oh, yes, something there. And then other times I think, just try something different. I saw a tweet. I don't know who it was. That I'd like to see him off the left sometime and just pace, just run down the touchline and hog it with a ball in. Do the basics, yeah. Instead of just being on the right-hand side and just floating in, cutting inside, right-hand side, cutting inside. It's like, it's predictable. We know what we're going to get. Um Remember when Dia Coutinho, that age-old debate that we're going to talk about forever and more until one of them leaves the club. Coutinho, Brendia, sick of that debate. Yeah. Every time Brendia <laughs> comes on, you think, why is he not starting games? And then Brendia starts, start, game, he doesn't it? do anything. And you think, oh, I don't know what we're doing here. We're just going round and round in circles. But I, I still have this kind of nagging feeling in the, in the back of my head that that team, and I said it towards the start of the season, that you know it could be a top eight side or it could be a top ten side and people you know laughed at me and said that that's silly and it looks at the further it goes on where we, we look kind of hopeless during games but I still got this nagging feeling in the back of my head that the coaching staff there and it's a big coaching staff at first there's a lot of coaches Huge. there doing various things should be getting more out of this side than 14th and one point per game 100% time to show us now eight games left before the World Cup Let's show, show us then maybe we've seen a little yeah Dropped two points today. Um, and yeah, Forest next up. Got Chelsea and stuff like that. So it's, it's now or never, really. This this eight-game period will define the season. We'll define, see how Gerard, Gerard's future looks and stuff like that. We can kick on. Can we do that? The questions are going to be asked week on, week out now. Tough game going to Forest next week. Full, full house down there as well. So, But if we win there, it's all looking pretty rosier again, isn't it? We, we have turned that corner. We, we're four unbeaten now. We, we've just won on the road again. So, but yeah, we just fell short here today. Um, and yeah, the injuries, yeah, the injuries you mentioned as well. Augustinson looking for a few weeks out, Dan. I thought he did all right in that first half. I feared the worst when he was when he was carded after six minutes, yeah, but he did okay. Bednarak did all right when he came on. Um, Bamford got in on his side, but other than that, yeah, the defense is okay. It's that midfield, isn't it? It's not really flea throwing, we're not creating too many chances down the middle, it's from, from cutbacks and. And half chances going in there, but yeah, yeah, it's a lot of frustration today. That, that's the the words to take from this one. Nil nil against a ten man lead side for the second half. We've got to be putting into the sword, especially what we, what we witnessed back in March, where we where we mm-hmm. romped home to three nil right right there. And have we progressed since then? Tough no. to say, wouldn't it? No, we haven't. Not even up for debate, is it? Because no, it's beaten, not. We've been still three nil that day, and probably our best game under Stephen Gerrard, or one of them. Yeah. And today we've. Played out a nil-nil and looked pretty. So it depends how you look at it, really. I mean, taking the points off Man City, that looks good now, doesn't it? Given their display yeah, it's today, a but good result. But you've got to back it up, and have we? You have, yeah. We, we have now. Southampton and and, and um, Leeds, probably not. Like, yeah, it's good to be unbeaten and to keep ticking along. I can understand that, but like I said, you'd be better off losing against Southampton and winning today from a points perspective. Yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, there's kind of that little bit of caveat with the injuries and we're kind of back to square one with midfield with yes. no Kamara in there and Diego Carlos and Matty Cash and Dean. That's a big bulk of the team. Not it available. is, yeah. Key players. I, I, I understand that. But using all that as a caveat, we still created seven clear-cut chances or whatever you said it was and we still yep. not scored. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just strange. I, it's hard to kind of assess it 
kind of straight after the game. But like it's like I've said a couple of times about Gerard and Villa kind of being on this knife edge of we either go we win a game and go oh okay maybe we have turned a corner and we're doing something decent or we go oh we've not really done anything and what are we doing what is the what is the style of play full yep. time goes and the, and Twitter is abysmal shocking hopeless like these these words that come out every time that we don't win a game. And you just wonder how much longer that can go on for before we go, okay, well, there's got to be a managerial change at some point just to freshen it up, if nothing else. And we just kind of go yeah. in this this cycle again of, that's what you said before, what, what Matt said about no continuous improvement, which is the line I used to sack Dean Smith. Or, have we had a continuous improvement under Stephen Gerrard? No? The calendar year would suggest not, no. So, you know, Wolves have sat there managed today, haven't they? So they've not had a great start to the season. I thought we need to make a change. So you wonder, you know, us, other clubs, Forest, Leicester, all the Midlands clubs basically in, in a bit of trouble, wondering what, what how they, the rest of their season will pan out. And then you watch Villa against uh, against Leeds, against 10 men, and think, oh, maybe this is the game, we'll score a couple of goals. And it's nil-nil, and we just think, oh, meh. Yeah, it's one of them, isn't Forest, it? Which is a bit of a rubbish place to be, really. We're just going, oh, we'll wait and see what happens at Forest. That's not a great place to be, is it? We should be going, oh, we won today, let's go there and do this and do this and do this. And it's mm. not like that. I think there's a lot of people just have this kind of apathy that they almost don't even care what happens now. Just kind of put us out of misery. <laughs> yeah, it's that, that happened. Yeah, it's, it's one of them, isn't it? It's one of them, man. Shrug your shoulder and go home. So I'm going to let you That's go. That's what I want to get home, yeah. We've done 20 minutes or so. Get me home. Yeah, big Get me out of there. Uh, I just, yeah, it feels weird. Um, we'll do another podcast later in this week and build up to, to Forest, which is obviously next Monday. So we'll have another kind of, we'll do like an hour long Q&A or something in the week and try and actually sit down and properly assess what's going on. Because straight after the game, it does feel a bit raw and you just think, oh, does you? Need to sit back and read yeah. quotes properly and stuff. So, yeah. If this was a school report, you'd be going, must do better, can do better. That's how you'd basically do it. Yeah. E minus must do better. See me must after class. Um, Ash, thanks for your time as ever. Uh, thanks for everyone for watching on live on Sunday evening. Like I said, we'll catch up again in the week as well. Big size, big sugar of the shoulders. And um, yeah, we'll see you again soon. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue and Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please do let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode. But until then, up the villa. Up the villa.